Welcome to the Worship Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 267, live from Refuel Conference. Okay, okay. They understood they the did. assignment. They, they got, did. They came to play. That might be the best one yet. That is the best one yet. That's the best one yet. You guys are going to come with us now. Whenever we do these. Everywhere we go. That is awesome. That is awesome. Well, welcome. We're so glad you're here. We love doing these live podcasts. Uh, we love getting out in the rooms with people who listen. Um, we love meeting all of you. This is going to be a really, really fun time. You know what the three E's are? Who knows what the three E's are? Nobody. Awesome. That feels like a okay, four so years of my life. We just, went very from a, well, we just went from a peak. Very well spent. So we have these three E words, entertain, encourage, and equip. Every podcast involves those three E's. So we're going to do those today. Uh, I'm going to ask you what I ask you every week. If you could jump over to Apple Podcasts, like if you're here in the room, right? Jump over to Apple Podcasts while you're in here. Give us a five-star rating and a really nice review. Some people go extra, and they have AI write the reviews. Like, it's your, it's your time. Do with it what you want. Whatever Just you make want it say. nice and attach it to five stars. That's all we ask for. Um, so we're here in a snowstorm, and Big Yonce is here. Ladies yes. and gentlemen, Big Yonce. It never stops being awkward. That just never stops. So <laughs> I'm excited to be here. This weather is something else. Oh, um, yeah. But I wasn't prepared for like tundra outside, and then I'm I'm sweating right now. Is anyone else just absolutely sweating? It's I'm just good. Me. I'm okay. very comfortable. I'm, uh, I am sweating. So sorry about that. Good to, no, good sorry to be you. here. Good to be yeah. here. Um, like Brian said, we got those three E's. We want to entertain you. We want to equip you. We want to encourage you. So a couple things we're going to do today. We are going to be sharing some prayer concerns, um, which is just those unhinged comments you get from your congregation. Um, I don't know what the purpose when a congregant says something, what their desired outcome is, but usually it's just a solid burn for us. So we're going to be sharing some prayer concerns. Uh, we are going to be sliding into the DMs. This is a favorite of ours, especially in a live room. Like, we've got a couple questions ready, but we are going to be answering your questions. Brian loves it because he's the expert on everything. So just, just get those questions ready. We're going to be taking your questions live, um, but we're going to have a good time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, before we go any further, we need to tell you about our amazing friends, our presenting sponsor, Planning Center. Friends, let's talk about Planning Center. Many of you are already familiar with Planning Center. In fact, a lot of you might even be using services to plan your worship sets and schedule musicians. But what you might not be as familiar with is that services is only part of a greater whole. Planning Center is actually an all-in-one church management software, and it helps cover so much ground for the needs of the church. Planning Center can help your whole church by keeping people engaged by creating space for important data like prayer requests, event attendance, or even who's a first-time guest so you can follow up with them. 
With different products on a unified platform, your whole team can stay aligned and eliminate people working in silos or having to communicate information across multiple programs. There are so many things you can do with Planning Center. Best of all, you can customize it based on your ministry needs. Anyone on your team using Planning Center, whether they run sound, play drums, or schedule volunteers, has access to Planning Center's training materials and support too. So go to planningcenter.com to learn more and get started today for free. Okay, so Big Yonsei, this is our second time at Refuel. Yeah. I think it's colder and definitely snowier this year. Definitely. But in the room... Oh, man. oh my! It's like a heat wave right now. Well, I mean, in the main hall, like oh, how too. great the it's, conference. You know, it could be the Holy Spirit. Yeah, right. It's the right. glory. I was telling the cloud. guys earlier. I'm like, between the temperature in the room and the glory, it's just like. Uh. <laughs> so what? So what good. have you really loved so far? Oh man, that's so tough. It's hard to. It's so tough. Okay, Red Rocks has yeah. been leading worship. Right. Right. Come on. Yeah. Red Rocks, they're friends of the podcast, so we absolutely love Red Rocks, um, super anointed worship. And then John Egan's word this morning was yeah, just so good. Phenomenal, phenomenal. So good, so good. So uh, Tyler from Red Rocks, he conveniently left out last night. We're both from Evansville, Indiana, down south. We went at different times. He would highlight that for you. We went to rival high schools. So they're still here, right? Yeah, they're still here. So if you see Tyler, okay. <laughs> You need to ask him, hey, I heard you went to Wright's High School. Just say that, and he'll handle the rest. Okay? Just say, hey, I heard you went to Wright's High School. Yeah, Red Rocks was unbelievable. John Egan, man. If I could, like, look like John Egan and sing like John Egan, <laughs> man, wouldn't that be amazing? Play guitar like John Egan? He's just amazing, man. He looks like Jesus. He does I know. look like Jesus. Right? WWJD. And it's Double, yeah, John or Jesus, you're, probably. You're bordering per- on like heresy right now. <laughs> I feel. Just moving scoot on. Back. Moving right <laughs> along. Moving. Right. Hey, have you guys watched any episodes of Worship Karaoke? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay, so season three is coming. If you have, if you don't know what that is, just scroll back through our Instagram feed. You'll see. Uh, usually, the first 15 minutes of the episode is on Instagram, and then uh, YouTube is where the full episodes live. And so. Uh, check out Worship Karaoke. We get in a car and we kind of do a little bit of a podcast and we sing old vintage worship songs and we have a blast. Season three is coming in February. And you know what that means? We finally got it done. Big Yonce in the seat. I almost She's... did like an emergency 911 call to be like, <laughs> been kidnapped and being forced to sing songs against my will. No, it was good fun. It was we good had fun. a great time. So check out Worship Karaoke. Um, uh, our sponsor for that is a great company called American Musical Supply, kind of in your neck of the woods, right? You guys are in Philly. They're in New Jersey. Um, great, great people, great gear, access to all kinds of amazing stuff. So check that link out in our bio. You can save some money if you use that. Um, we have a Patreon. If the podcast has meant anything to you, uh, you, you can support us on Patreon. We would be grateful for that. Um, I think that's all of my business. That, that's all of your business? It's all of my business. Well, do you know what time that means it is? What time is it? I think it's time for Prayer Concerns. Prayer Concerns is proudly sponsored by Five Words Media, the amazing people that bring you free church AV. 
Five Words Media is also the official integrator of Worship Props. If you're a worship pastor or tech director, you know how crucial audio, video, and lighting are for your weekly gatherings. Speakers popping, dead zones, lighting and live stream issues can quickly make your gatherings both distracting and frustrating. An excellent gathering is one where your AVL systems are all working seamlessly and help to create a powerful worship experience. The team at Five Words Media gets it. They're ministry experts who understand the details of your local church's needs and the pivotal role that volunteers play. Their passion is to deliver high-quality, volunteer-friendly solutions that align with your budget and priorities. So, how does it work? The five words proven process is straightforward. It starts with a needs assessment done by one of their tech experts, followed by a custom solution design tailored to your budget. Then they handle everything else, the installation, testing, and even the volunteer training. Are you ready to transform your frustration into empowerment? Click the link in our bio, find Five Words Media, and kickstart your journey today. Elevate your gatherings with precision and excellence. Schedule a call with Five Words Media now. Okay, so since the beginning of the podcast, so this will be episode 267, we've been sharing these roasts from the congregation, right? And we never share your name or your church's name. Um, and, I, you know, Jen said this morning, we haven't written a single one of these. I would love to tell you I'm that get talented and that creative. I am not. These all come from the mouths of your congregations. And sometimes they just don't like what you did. They don't like that you have holes in your jeans or that you wore a hat while you were leading or that the lights were going crazy or whatever. So um, we, we share these on the podcast just to hopefully make you laugh, remind you you're not in it alone. Everybody's kind of wrestling, fighting the good fight. Uh, so we're going to share some today. Uh, send them in. If you've got prayer, and I know you do, you do. You, If you've been in ministry for five minutes, you have a prayer concern. So send it to us. You can DM those to us on Instagram. That's a great way. You can also go to our website, worshipleaderprobs.com, and click on the prayer concerns tab and uh, submit yours there. Okay, let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. Uh, <laughs> I got a weird comment from a lady in my congregation and she said, I don't know if this is a manhood thing or what, but you really need to smile more on stage. People won't know that you have the spirit unless you smile. Why would it be a manhood thing? Why would it be a manhood thing? And like is that really... Smiling is exclusive that's to the, women. That's <laughs> like, the, I don't understand. See, so you're smiling. I'm not smiling. Right now, but I think both of us know I'm the one who's got more of the... <laughs> Resting Bible face it. half the time. I didn't say it. I didn't Old say it. Old Testament resting Bible face. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. So, yeah, manhood, smile. We get a lot of, yeah, yeah. A lot of smile a more lot on of stage. Smile stuff lately. Sometimes wow. you, it's not like the appropriate moment to smile, you know? <laughs> right. Like you're singing Defender and the head of the enemy has been chopped off and you're up there smiling. That would be weird. <laughs> Right? Weird. It'd be weird. Okay, number two, prayer concern number two. We had a lady call 911 during a service because the volume was too loud. No. 911. <laughs> That's fantastic. What's your emergency? <laughs> volume. Volume. 
It's just the volume. Volume. That guitar is just too <laughs> That's loud. That's so funny. It's too loud. Wow. Okay, number three. Uh, prayer concern number three. I was filling in as the leader for Sunday worship while the worship leader was on vacation. And this usually means that people will be a little more bold with their complaints. <laughs> After the first set ended, an older gentleman walked out <laughs> of the sanctuary into the lobby. He went up to the drummer and said, hey, man, you're really good at drumming. But I am always praying that God knocks that headset off your ears so that you can hear how loud you are. And he wow. walked away. He walked away. Wow. That's... Like, there's a lot of stuff you could be praying about. <laughs> right. There's like, In your quiet time. There's wars. There's like Why famine, sickness. But right. Headset. He- I'm going to the, the war room off. for the headset. Knock it off knock his head. Knock the headset off. Wow. Man. <laughs> Man, oh my gosh. Okay, number four, prayer concern number four. We had a guy sit in a a section of our sanctuary that was roped off. It was closed. He said to an usher, hey, I paid good money for this seat, and I'm going to use it. Oh, my. Really coming from the heart on that one. Right, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Coming from the heart. Um, Okay, Uh, this is the last one, the bottom of the pudding cup, prayer concern number five. Uh, before going on stage, I was told I should cut my hair because I looked like a Yeti. It's just so uplifting. Just thank right. you for that. Yeti, that's a visual right there. <laughs> I know. Like appearance stuff, probably not. Yeah, let's just not do that. A lot that. of touching. We don't need to touch people a no. lot. We don't. No. There's a lot of stuff that goes on. There's a lot of these that I get. I could be totally straight with you. I, we could never use them. You would be so, you would be so amazed uh, by what the people... The podcast rating would change if yes, you read exactly, them. Yes, exactly. By what people experience out there. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, so those are prayer concerns. Please keep them coming. Again, if you've been in ministry for five minutes, you have a prayer concern. So share it with us. You might hear that on the podcast. Go to the website, worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the prayer concerns tab and submit it there, or you can just DM those uh, to us on the socials. Um, we love taking your questions, unpacking the stuff that you're wrestling with. Perhaps we have wrestled with it before. Sometimes we wrestle with it during the episode. Um, we don't have every answer. We got a few answers, and if we can't, if we don't have it, we can help you find it. So uh, we love unpacking your questions. We do that in a segment that we call sliding into the DMs. Um, okay, so again, if you've got a live question, come up to this mic right here. Say your name. Tell us what you're comfortable telling us about yourself. Um, we got a couple preloaded here that we can unpack. Um, okay, we got a, this is an actual DM from a listener and it says, uh, we, we, we have team members who don't practice a quiet time um, and then they tell us that they're burned out. You're smiling, which means you've got a, something look ready. You got an answer ready. Well, That's the way I don't I'm know taking if it's an answer. I'm taking that as an answer. Yeah, you got an answer. <laughs> Uh, okay. I'm not sure what they're looking for us to do. I, you know, we're big believers in you model, you know, what, what are you modeling? You're always setting culture within your team. So I do think that if quiet time is something that's an important, you know, it's important for us as believers just in general, but if it's important in your team, I think we need to model it. We need to talk about it. Um, so 
I would suggest maybe a couple of things. One, yes, we talk about, we emphasize, hey, your personal spiritual health is connected to your, you know, the rest of the body, to how you function in the church and how you function in ministry. Um, so always be encouraging people in that, maybe even giving them tools. Hey, let's all do this, you know, you version Devo together. Let's all hop on this together. Maybe finding time even um, in rehearsals and whatnot um, to just take a few moments. Let's, let's dive into the word real quick. Let's share a passage. Let's pray. Let's, you know, let's mull it over. I think that those are things that can help. Um, but a lot of times, I think some direct conversations like, hey, you're burnt out. Can I ask you this? You know, when uh, back when I had a team, if I had people come say, I'm struggling with X, Y, and Z, and they would just tell me all their problems, my first question was, how's your devotions? What's your devotion time look like? And I'm telling you, 99% of the time, it was, oh, well, you know, I haven't been reading as much. I haven't been. And so I'm like, so let's start there. I mean, let's let's start there because we need the Lord um, only, only God is going to be enough to help get us through. Um, so, I mean, I don't really know if I'm helping to answer that. It's like yeah. a big prayer I had. I remember one specific year um, with my team, a big prayer I started praying over my team was for God to increase hunger, a hunger for his presence, and to cause us to be dissatisfied with anything that isn't his presence. You know, I think that we can get filled up. And I've been convicted sometimes if you're not hungry for the Lord, it's probably because you're too full of something else whether that's yourself, whether that's busyness or, you know, whatever that might be. So um, I would also suggest that for leaders, you know, like model it, but pray hunger over your team. That's really good. That's really good. Um, I think if it's, if it's one person, you probably have a great idea for how to handle that. If it's like your whole team, that's a, probably a different conversation. And it might be time to kind of upset the rhythm of your team, maybe try something out of the box, totally different. Um, uh, you know, it, maybe it's time for some time off for somebody, you know, not as a penalty, but as a let's, let's clear the deck for you so you can really get that relationship right. You've heard us say a hundred times, you can't pour from an empty cup. So if you're not, you're not filling that up, man, that there's no, there's no, we, you lead from the overflow. There's no right. flow. There's no overflow. Right. 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 Yeah, that's good. Can't do it, right? That's good. Um, okay, any questions here in the room? Anything you're wrestling with at home, in your church, in your team? If your leader's sitting next to you, be kind to, as to how you... Anybody? You can say, hypothetically. Hypothetically. A friend, <laughs> a of, friend mine of mine is, is having this issue. <laughs> okay, keep thinking, We need, but we need a couple of you to do that. All right. So, okay, we got another one loaded. It just says budget. <laughs> budget. We have so many needs. How do we help leadership understand? Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll jump into this one. I would say the average senior pastor. Now you might live, you might live and work with like the most techie senior pastor ever. Anybody live in that reality? One guy, two guys, three, maybe. So most of us don't, you know, they don't understand they don't understand why it takes 18 miles of cable to make this camera send me out to people's computer. They don't get it. So I think in as concise and simple a way as possible, try to help them understand. This is what this does. This is why it helps the mission of the church. Um, you know, we believe that God has gifted you to share his word, and this piece of gear allows us to share it with the people in the room as well as people in their homes and people who are on vacation and people who might have uh, medical or age reasons or to not be able to get here. Like, tie it to the why. 
you know, help him, help him connect those dots. I would say this too, you know, we have Pastor Scott Longyear who comes on the podcast regularly. He used to be a worship leader and now is a senior pastor. And so when we get him like captive, we ask him all these kinds of questions. Like, how should we talk to you? We don't understand. You know, he's like, I need it short. I need it simple because I'm not going to understand the, uh, what, you know, the three pages of the manual that came with this gear that you want me to understand. I'm not going to take the time. I don't, I'm not going to do that. Keep it short. Keep it simple. Also find out when is a good time to talk to your pastor. Like, like if I were to ask, uh, some of you, like there are good times to talk to you about stuff. There are bad times to talk to you. Like, you know, if you use a countdown clock, the countdown's at 20 seconds. Hey, I have this really deep personal thing I need to talk to you about. That's not a great time, right? (laughs) So learn that about your senior pastor. When is a good time to talk to him? Maybe even learn, uh, you know, everybody's kind of wired up to need certain things and they have certain things that speak to, like my, my last senior pastor was a huge golfer. So, man, slide a sleeve of golf balls across the table. Find out what he plays. Sleeve of golf balls. Hey, man, can I talk to you? Or, hey, can I take you to lunch? You know, you, you need to be cultivating that relationship on the regular, you know, so that when you go in, he has some perspective on, you know, this is not Dana. Oh, Dana needs the latest and the greatest. This is just her coming again to do that. If, you've, if you're cultivating the relationship, they have some perspective on how to classify what you're asking That's for. really good. I have nothing to add. That was so good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Brian Tabor, everyone. You guys are on the Any Any questions here in the room? Somebody's got something. Everything's perfect at home. Yeah. If you come up to the mic, come up to the mic. Tell us where. Um, It's like, okay, I'm from Fishers, Indiana. I live in Fishers, Indiana. So I have an idea of what I'm going to do, but I just want to see from your perspective, like how you would handle the situation. Like I literally am going to be living this tomorrow. So Mm. I run um, youth worship at our church um, and more empower and disciple. And I let the kids run it, but I'm like behind the scenes. Um, We don't have a full band. So I rely heavily on our our worship team. And so I do have a a drummer that comes. um, He's not quite ready for our like, Sunday morning worship, but I'm letting him like just fill it out like for youth and just get a gain of our culture. Um, so it's kind of like a breeding ground too for people who want to go to Sunday worship eventually. They're like, yeah. do youth group. So, um, but um, I do have to talk to him because um, like Ableton wasn't working because his kid was messing with it mm. and we couldn't. And then our dirt like production guy, um, had to fix it. And so I was like, we're just going to go unplug because we didn't practice with Ableton. Um, but then he was just like really just lost in his own worship and wasn't watching me and watching my cues and, um, and just really, and then tells me like, I'm just so thankful to be on the team because this is where I get to worship. Mm. He does struggle with depression. So I just want to like, I want him to let him know, like, I'm so grateful that you're here, but I, I want to err on like the side of cautiousness because I know he struggles with depression. Yeah, yeah. Like, how would you handle that situation? Yeah. He's not like, he's just in his own little world. And yeah, we're like, um, yeah. now we have to follow him. And my I'm, youth are like, what's happening? <laughs> I'm of the belief that speaking the truth in love is always best. I actually yeah. don't think that when we aren't truthful with people, I don't think we're doing them any kind of a service or we're protecting them in any way. Um, I believe in being truthful with people. Yeah. 
And I think that it just comes down to how you package it. Hey, you know, Billy, whatever his name is. Um, you know, I absolutely love having you on the team. And, and we've pulled you in here to just help you grow and to, you know, prepare you because this is the vision that we have. We want you to be able to step into this. Um, so you're doing awesome. Here's some growth things, you know, so you kind of sandwich it in. Hey, if you could work on. So again, just kind of using language that doesn't make them feel attacked. Like, hey, so let's work on, even sometimes I'll use that, we language. Let's work on watching each other more. Making oh, it, make it so both. Good. I'm looking at you. You're looking at me. Perfect. Let's work on it. watching each other more. Let's work on, you know, communicating before rehearsal to make sure everything's set. Yeah. Let's work on this together because here's where we're going together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that will help. But so much of it is in how we package it to people. Yeah. But I would just, I'm 100% against not being honest with our team. 100% against it. You have to be honest and loving and truthful, but then also taking the journey. Don't be brutally honest. Don't be hurtful. Mm-hmm. You know, speak the truth in love, but speak the truth. I love it. Thank you so much. Fantastic. I got nothing to add. Okay. All right. All right. Good <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy with the greatest shirt in the history of... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm from uh, Rising Sun, down in southeast Indiana where it's not this snowy right Right. now. So we did struggle to get the bus here. (laughs) So we have a, a, we have a, we're blessed with a great worship team. Everybody loves the prayer concerns segment. Everybody laughs about it because it's not being said to them personally on the segment. So how do you deal with the team when they get those directed it's not part of the podcast. It's for real. Yeah. Right now, face to face, somebody says it. Yeah. You know, um, I had a, a prayer that I would pray every weekend. Uh, on Saturday, I, I had a long commute to church. I, th- I think you said you have a. It's an hour. Yeah. Day. So <laughs> I had a long commute. So I would pray, you know, Lord, uh, prepare me for every conversation I'll have. I'm going to have some conversations that are going to be encouraging to me this weekend. I'm going to have some conversations that are not going to be encouraging to me. You know, season my words with grace. Help me to be prepared for all those, for all of it. And so, you know, I would, in in my setting, those all came to me. It was very rare that somebody would pull a a team member aside. So, man, I would just, um, I would encourage I probably would encourage them to say, like, you know, <coughs> especially if they're volunteers, you're not here to feel a lot of that. Let Come to me. Let me share it with me. Let me maybe address that with the person. Because there are, there are all kinds of reasons that, you know, like you're the drummer. They come up and light you up. They may not be really talking to you. They may be talking to the last drummer or the drummer from some other church, but you're a drummer. They had a problem with the drummer and they, they, they lop you all in the same bucket. Um, and so I would just always encourage your team to, to be reminded of that. Like there, people, uh, people could be speaking out of all kinds of hurt that have, that have nothing to do with you. What would you? Right. That's really good. Um, you know, everyone's heard that saying, you know, if you live for people's praise, you're going to die by their criticism. So do you think that's something we have to constantly just have tucked in the back of your mind, you know? Um, two, I, I always try to challenge myself to like, okay, let me have enough humility though 
to be able to listen to what people are saying. Now, obviously, if it's just unhinged, like we had that one where someone was like, I like the colors that you're wearing. And I was like, no, I don't like the actual clothes or how you look. That, that's just completely unhinged. Yeah. And so we have to just discipline ourselves to not let stuff like that get to us. But if it's something that there could be a little bit of a, like some validity to it. People just don't always know how to package things. And so sometimes when I have people come up and say something and it would rub me like, you don't, you know, you didn't spend time in prayer planning this set list. You didn't schedule this team. You didn't, I would take it back to the Lord and go, okay, God, is there something though that, that I can learn from this? Because First and foremost, we're serving the presence of the Lord, but secondly, we're serving our congregation. And so what we don't want is to have this attitude where it's like, well, just deal with it. This is what we're doing and, you know, <laughs> get on board or get out. You know, we don't want that kind of an attitude. Um, so I would say, you know, we've got to have like that thick skin. We've got to be able to let things roll off of us, but we also have, the hum- have to have the humility to be able to listen to maybe they're not packaging it right. They're not saying it well at all, but maybe... What they're trying to say is, oh, my ears hurt when I'm, you know, it's it's too loud. And, you know, even kind of going, okay, instead of just hearing it's loud, go, let me help you find a better spot to sit. Or, hey, you know what, we have these earplugs, you know. So so it just doesn't become this wall that gets built up. And I know that worship team members, we're passionate people, we're emotional people. Uh, a lot of times people don't see all the behind preparation. So when you get hammered with something, it is, it's, it's horrible and it's disarming. But I would just say, let's take ourselves less seriously. Uh, let's remember these are brothers and sisters in the Lord. Um, let's just kind of take what we need to take and just let the le- the rest, you know, roll off of us. Yeah. Amen. Very good. And I, the only thing I would add is, is, is if, if it, if it's coming from a person who every week they have a checklist of sorts, you know, maybe it's time to involve the senior pastor and just say, Hey man, can you help me? help this person process because they've got a lot of input. Uh, or if it's some, if it's, uh, somebody who, who is not in that kind of category, you know, maybe they're open to a little more of a conversation. Let, let's talk about it. Let me tell you why we use haze or why we use lighting or, what, you know, whatever the, the yeah. specific issue is. But if it's somebody who always has something, that would be maybe time to right. run it up the chain, you know? Right. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. So, um, typically, when it's time for us to load the stage, we have like the keyboardists out there playing prayano and stuff. And then when the pastor starts praying, we sneak up and everybody makes fun of this now. Is there, you guys talked a lot of worship teams. Is there a better way to do this? Is there a fire pole option? I don't know. What does the future of loading the stage with 10 people look like? You know, I just really like to hear your imagination on that. I will tell you this I'm not on staff currently. If I was to go back on staff, here's what I would do differently. And that I would probably not be backstage before. I would probably be out shaking hands, talking to people. I will say there's a, there's a really foundational fellowship, theological component to that. There, as kind of a sidebar, it's going to be a little bit harder for them to uh, exert their inner prayer concern person because you're not just the guy who tells me when to sing or what to sing or you're Brian or Jen or whatever, you know what I mean? Like I know that person and it might take a little bit of a different shape. Hey, can I ask you a question? Like explain to me why we did this or why did we do this song or what, what does reckless love mean? Is it my God's not reckless? You know, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) 
they, 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 might, they might handle the questions a little bit differently. And so, and honestly, this is something I thought a lot about. Like I would, uh, we had a podcast, this has been a while ago. Our friend Andy Frank was on and he said, shepherds smell like sheep. If I were to go back on staff at a church, I would spend more time in the room before it was time to lead. I think that might help. You're also talking about the, the sneak up post yeah. message. Is that where people have a problem with that? I don't, yeah. I don't understand. What oh, do they want? Message, what do they want message from us? Time. You're talking about after the message. Oh, I, I feel like what? it's a simple answer. The reason everyone does the sneaky thing is because you're trying to not be distracting. Because usually right. the pastor's calling you up during a crucial moment where he's going to pray, he's going to give an altar call. So, yeah, sneaking the team in is what we do yeah. just to try and limit distraction. What, is, what does everyone want from us? So I, I, answered, I answered a different question, so I'm sorry about that. I answered so a different, I answered it was a different question. It was the overflow. It was the, you had the overflow. It just overflow. came out, guys. I know. Uh, that's great, though. Yeah, I mean, you got to get out there somehow, you know? I mean... They're trying to limit distraction. You should be, what do they want? You like, tell like, them you know, they should have their eyes closed. Like a, if it's prayer time, what are you looking around for? It's like one of those baseball game entrances where it's like the theme music plays. You want that for like tell every team member? Tell them to listen member? to the podcast and Jeez. we'll tell them that. Yes, ma'am. Sorry. My name is Lisa, also from Philly. Do you guys say for Philly? Nice. Yeah. From Lansdale. Um, I'm so glad you brought distraction because in this moment, we had a distraction and I was trying to submit to my pastor and not be distracting. But I was on the um, backside and he was in the front getting ready to close worship and there was a spider coming from oh. the lights. And the way that the light was hitting the web, I could see it, my team could see it, but he couldn't. Oh. So I'm like, I don't want to be distracting, even though my face on stage, I'm like this, yeah. watching <laughs> the spider fall. But I also want to protect my pastor. Sure, man. So I just, you know. Maybe like a spirit What's dance. Or you like a tour. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. <laughs> I should be closed. You are right. Yeah. But that was a very distracting moment. But oh. I'm like, what do I do as yeah. a worship leader? Yeah, sometimes you can't. Oof. Okay, so at, our, at my last church. We had a scorpion, and, it, and we all saw it before, and we're like, it's hanging out on stage. It's on stage. And so by the time we were, we would load the band in first, then the vocals would come out to close the service, and our drummer is like, it's in the, it's in the cage with him. And he's like, you know, oh so I- No place I to go, over, man. He's no got no place. place. He's sitting there, he's plugged in, and he's, I just see him like staring, and I'm about to come out on that side stage. So I just like stepped over, and I'm like- <laughs> Slip my leg into the kit. I'm like, you're, you're good. We actually had multiple scorpions go across our stage. It was fast, oh, you know. Th those of us that saw it, of course, were like taking out our phones. We're like, did you see? It? There's nothing you could do. That's awesome. There's Man, nothing you do. That's really that's a that's hard though. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Wow. I I wish we had a a better. <laughs> Do you, you have know? video? That's the more important yeah, exactly. question. Is it yeah, on your exactly. live stream? Yes. What's the name of your church? Yes. If, Can we get the video? And just as a sidebar, if if you have moments where things didn't quite go as well like we send showed them. you this morning, send them to us. Send them to us. We try to be gracious in the way that we present it to yeah, the rest absolutely. of the world. So. Yes, sir. All right. Hi. Um, I, am I supposed to give my name? Yeah, you um, unless it's about your discreet. leader. No, she's my mother-in-law. So, <laughs> um, so I I'm a worship leader and music director at a church in South Jersey. Um, man, this is a little short for me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
Um, so I had something I'm trying to figure out. I don't know if I'll get there, but I'm just curious what your guys' thoughts are on having a volunteer or maybe a few volunteers who, <sighs> I, hate, I don't want to say it in a bad way, but maybe are a little bit more of a burden to the team. It's hard to get them on board. They, they tend to have a lot more pushback and tend to create, I guess, a little more problems, mm. um, but they're already on rotation. So rather than being someone who, let's say, tries out and we say, hey, we see the hearts there, maybe the, the ability isn't there, let's give it six months, work on these couple of things and try again. Is there a way to be like, hey, you're now not in this, and maybe there's a different ministry for you to, be serving in yeah like that, that's a i feel do like you that's a mean tricky thing ability wise they're not there or they have pushback on ideas and both. concepts culture both, both. man I'll, but they're already on rotation so like is there a way yeah. to be like yeah maybe maybe this isn't maybe the fit for you i'll tell you what i would do and i did it i i didn't make a regular practice of it but um one-on-one -on -one conversation um i had a, con a conversation with a, a a person that was on our team um, that had constant feedback, and it was all negative. Everything we did was not right, and he had been at the church for a really long time. Um, and so I made an appointment with him. He came in. I'm like, I understand you got a lot of ideas. Um, <laughs> there may come a day where you're sitting in this seat on the bus. Maybe it's on this bus or a different bus. You know what I mean? You, you, maybe you'll be the leader someday. Today's not that day, you know, just in, in total candor. Like, and I, but I would tell you this, we're a better team with you than we are without you. So what I need for you to do is tell me, can you put the clipboard down and follow the leader that God has here for, for now that I'm the person God called to do this. And so can you put your, your checklist down and kind of get on board? Or if you decide that you can't, I'll walk with you. We'll find another place for you to serve. No problem. Um, in that particular instance, knocked on my door the next day, prayed about it, thought about it. I'm in. Let's roll. I never heard another critical word for him, <laughs> from him. Now, I had that conversation with somebody and it went the exact opposite. And so I got my senior pastor involved and he pretty much told, told them like, Brian's the leader. You can sing when he schedules you, where he schedules you, or you don't have to sing. You can participate in worship just from the congregation. That's what she chose to do. So I think one-on-one, -on -one, I, like Jen said earlier, like that, that, on it, you got to do it in love and you, but honesty, I think those honest one-on-one -on -one conversations, as opposed to, we talk about this a lot, the mass email, a lot of you people are doing this and the whole team is like, we know we're talking about that guy right there. <laughs> you know, I, I think the one-on-one -on -one is the always best. Yeah. Um, I would add to you. So if it's kind of like a, a skill level type of thing, something I really encourage uh, teams to do is to do like a yearly evaluation. So, um, I brought my entire vocal team back in and I just, and everyone was nervous. It's like, don't be nervous. I want to see where you're at so I can help you grow to where you need to be. 
And so what it did was I made everybody do it, anybody who, even if they were leading or they whatever, everybody came through, but it opened that door to be able to have conversation go, oh, okay, so this is what um, you need to work on vocally, you know, or um, another option. I did this once and everybody, I mean, they received it. It was hard. I had my sound guy record everybody, pull the raw file and I gave it to them. Listen to yourself. And I'm like, prepare your heart. <laughs> because I listened to them first. Just prepare your heart. Um, and some of the team, they were dying. They thought it was the funniest thing. And they were like, why am I even singing? This is like, you know. But again, if, if we can kind of like lovingly go, okay. And I'm not here to like shred you apart. But I'd sit down and go, okay, now let's listen. Okay, your vowels. How you're shaping your vowels, you know, try to help them along. So if it's like a skill level, that kind of a thing. If it's if it's culture and attitude, um, part of the conversation, something I had to do once was I sat someone down who was just kind of constantly stirring up discontent, gossiping a lot. I should be leading, rah, 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 and it was working its way through the team. And so I prayed a lot about this person, and honestly, the Lord corrected me because it was a team member I avoided because I was just like drama. And, and it can be hard as a leader when you know somebody on your team is constantly criticizing every choice you make. And so I went to the Lord and, you know, I was like, Lord, give me wisdom and whatnot. And I actually felt like the Lord corrected me a little bit. It was like, hey, listen, you're, you're here to shepherd. You don't get to avoid this. And um, so I sat down, I scheduled a time to sit down. I pointed out strengths. This is something I see in you that I really, really like. I think that this is a strength, but we we're having issues in this and we can't have this. You know, if, if we're gossiping, if you're, if you're talking bad about the leaders, if you do like, it's going to spread within their team. And then the end part of that conversation was, I want you to take four weeks off and you and I are going to meet weekly and we're going to sit down and we're going to talk and we're going to process through some things. And in those four weeks too, I want you praying and I want you to ask the Lord to search your heart and whatnot. And what was amazing is this team member went from being someone I avoided. We did not like each other. We did not get along. Um, to being one of my favorite team members. And she, um, by the time, like our time was kind of done and whatnot, was like, so like, I love Jen, but it was amazing what God brought into the relationship. Um, so again, that kind of, kind of comes back to that, like speaking the truth in love, but you do have to be mindful of the rest of your team and protecting it, but also shepherding the individual. Well, man, and use that Holy Spirit, like spidey sense, like uh, you, it, you may want to not do it by yourself. Yeah. You may want to have somebody with you. Yeah. We got two down here. You guys have been waiting so patient. Yeah. So I'm Phil. Uh, I'm hey, from Cherubusco, Indiana. Uh, nice. We're C3. From the Busco. Cherubusco. Yeah. Yeah. I like good. it. Um, so yeah, I don't know what y'all have. We don't have any problems at our church whatsoever. Perfect. No. It's uh, amazing. No. So how I view worship, it's a, it's a, You've got your youth ministry, you've got your senior pastor, you got your, and you got your worship team. It's a branch of the church, right? Mm. So, like, our worship band, I'm the drummer or whatever, but I'm not always going to be the drummer. Mm. Is, that, is that the right kind of attitude to have? Or what, like, I mean, we've put out an album kind of thing. I'm just the drummer. I'm not, like, I'm, I'm allowed to be the drummer right now, but I'm not going to be the drummer forever. Is what do you, you th- Are you meaning like, should I be training up people to follow me or what do you? Yes. And like preparing other people's hearts, Yeah, yeah. you know, hypothetically, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like just, is that the, out of wisdom out of your, is that right? I, I love the heart of someone taking it on themselves and not 
going like to the worship leader or whoever saying, yeah, I'm out in six months. Good luck. You're, it, it sounds like you're coming at it from, I want, I'm looking for other people to invest in so I can kind of duplicate myself and pour into somebody else. I love the heart of that. I think that's awesome. Right. Yeah. I think all of us need to have. What's funny is I'm not leaving, but his son is like our little drummer who's going to be replacing me in like 10 years. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. But no, I just, and by the way, we have bats. We've had bats. In your church? No, we had. Oh, I was like, video? We were doing doing like a PCW. During during a worship (laughs) concert, a a bat came and flew and... My best bud there doesn't like bats. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like them either. I wouldn't. Yeah, I would. So, but yeah, so we're just, that is correct, right? Yeah. We're not yeah. like. You don't own it forever. Exactly. No. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. My first thought too that came to mind is when Jesus was walking the earth, Jesus was still in the midst of his ministry. And what did he do? He sent out the disciples to go ahead and dip their feet in evangelizing and, and preaching the gospel and whatnot. He didn't have everyone wait until his time was done and like, okay, peace out, I'm gone, you guys take it now. And I think that that speaks volumes. Like if Jesus modeled that, like that absolutely should be our mentality. We don't own our position. Yep. It's likely not permanent. Um, it's not ours anyway. It's something yeah. that we get to occupy and steward for a time. So I think mm. that we all should have the mentality that, Absolutely. like, this is not mine to own. Let's raise up more people. Um, I honestly think, like, number one goal of a leader is to replace themselves. Mm. If you step away from your team, like, if you can't take a vacation because your team can't function without you, if you can't take a sabbatical, if you were to get in a horrible accident tomorrow and your team couldn't function, you're doing it wrong. Mm. And it's hard as a leader because you realize when you set your team up to function without you, that does mean you can be gone. Yeah. But that's, I think, a measure of success. Amen. Amen. All right, we've got time for one more. Right. Absolutely. These are good questions, you guys. These are great questions. All right. My name is Katie. I'm from Lebanon, Hi, Indiana, uh, Freedom Church. Nice. And uh, we, so it's kind of like piggybacking off of that in a aspect of onboarding and that onboarding process. And we've been having conversations really over the last several years, but really this last year we've been stepping into kind of like cultivating that like um, attitude of worship and how do we, how do we effectively um, do an onboarding process, but not get people's hopes up that they're going to be on the platform. So we don't, we're still trying to figure out what this, um, we call it crew. Um, it's an acronym for cultivate, revive, refine, equip to lead worship or, you know, to worship, whatever. We're still trying to to find it. Um, and we really, it's just kind of like, for me personally, I, I help run it and lead it. And, you know, it's just really difficult, I think, to have the vision of like, what, what is that supposed to be? And what is that? Cause we have actively talked about, we don't want to elevate leaders, especially when it involves a microphone. But even in that, it seems like there's more leniency to people who are instrumentalists that they would get a, a, a easier access onto the platform than somebody with a microphone. And so kind of finding this like common ground with it, but like what, like what are, what is your encouragement when it comes to, because our team is strapped, 
Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I can probably speak for a lot of people like COVID really, really hit the amount of volunteers that we have. And, um, you know, how do we effectively lead the current team that we have to be overflowing, you know, leading from an overflow and a rich spiritual life, but also trying to bring up others. Man, I, so I, I would say I applaud you for wrestling with it, first of all, for having an onboarding process. Um, there are lots of churches that still don't do that. Um, so <laughs> awesome. Um, so when I, when, when somebody would express an interest about being on the team, this was kind of what my process looked like. I had a, like a PDF booklet I would send them like, this is what it means to be a part of our team. This is what it looks like. We had a list of values. We had 15 values. There's way too many. Don't have 15, I don't think. But we had a listing of values, okay? Like uh, leadership. And this in our con- this is what we mean by that with an explanation. It got emailed out to them. I want you to take a week. I want you to read through this. I want you to pray through this. You still want to move forward? Let's move forward. But it, it talked about also in the packet, like you're entering into a process. And there's, a, there's like a talent component to that process. There's a heart component to that. There's a cultural component to that process. And so we want this to be a fit for our team. We want it to be a fit for you. So together, we're going to discover that. Just the opposite is also true. Together, we may discover that right now is not the best fit for you, or this ministry isn't the best fit for you. If we figure that out together, I'm going to walk with you and we're going to help find, because God has gifted you to do something. You know, God has gifted you to serve. We're going to, we'll work together and find where that is. Yeah, that's really good. You have a really strong process. 15 is too many. (laughs) I kind of overswung on the values. Yeah. It's too many values. Um, One thing I might add is um, something that I was kind of convicted about was like Jesus didn't use the term leader. He used the term servant. And uh, we'd kind of gone through a season where everybody that was joining the team, especially vocalists, were just like, I want to be a worship leader. I want to be a worship leader. And so some of this was challenging because I was like, okay, I don't want to destroy this person, but I'm going to ask questions. So anytime someone would come to me, I want to be a worship leader, I would go, why? And I would listen because I'm like, okay, if I can listen to what they're saying, uh, you know, something will be revealed. It'll either be they're going to say something that I'm like, okay, this is, or it's like, oh, no, okay, they want the spotlight, you know. Um, But one thing that we did um, at one season is um, we had had this, like, leadership team, and it was supposed to be a lot of people that just kind of helped to shepherd the team. And and it didn't work out. What ended up happening was everybody was fighting to get on the leadership team because everyone wanted to be leaders. And I was like, this is not, this is just not it. This is not working. And so we... We disbanded the leadership team, stripped it all back, and I'm like, we are here to serve. We serve the presence of the Lord. I don't want to hear anybody else talk about being a leader. You're a servant. You know, that's what we're here. And so we kind of did this intentional shift to when you are called into the worship team, you're called into a position of service. Now, obviously, people view you as a leader. You're standing on the platform and whatnot, but it helped to kind of reconfigure, you know, um, get everybody like we're pointing at the same thing. Um, you get a lot of people that, you know, want opportunities and whatnot. And, you know, I, I do believe in like making the appropriate avenues, you know, available. So I was like, okay, they're not ready for this, Mm -hmm. but you know what? I can put them here and let's see, let's see how they do. Let's see, you know, what gets done. Let's see if they can stay faithful in that. Mm -hmm. And again, it's not some mean thing, but I'm like, it's, 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 this takes some, 
endurance and some maturity and whatnot, and it's a process, and God's a God of process. Um, I think that what, what we kind of keep coming back to is like relationship with people and being willing to like walk that journey with them. Yeah. You know, if, if we're just like stonewalling people constantly, I'm like, no, we're missing the heart of God. But I think that getting in relationship and whether it's like you start like a, an extra like little small group on the side and hey, let's, let's talk about this or let's read this book together and whatnot to try and get everybody to have the same and the right heart is um is probably like the best and it is hard when your team is strapped (laughs) it is hard um i'll tell you this when we take questions on our account if we get 50 answers 47 of them are about finding volunteers and so i know it feels like we need we need we need Uh, you're not the best fit it that feels weird to be in such need but to it's a it's a wrestle in the place of deciding that I think yeah. it's a hard place to wrestle. Like, why me? Why am I sanctioned to be able to make this call? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is so hard. Yeah. I think. So probably I'm going to tell you something <laughs> because of the way you're approaching it. Uh-huh. That's probably why. That's why. <laughs> because you, it, I, I don't know you at all, but the way you've handled this, yeah. It seems to come from a pretty authentic place. And so that's probably why you're in that role. So well, keep wrestling. <laughs> right? Thank you. Thank you very much. So that is episode 267. That was good. That was so good. That was, we've good, never taken questions? that many questions before. No, man. Thank you. So, thank so you. good. Guys, thank you so much for joining us in the room, and thank you so much for listening to episode 267 of the Worship Props Podcast. Hey, like Brian said earlier, make sure you uh, go on over to Apple Podcasts, leave us that five-star rating with a nice review. It just helps us out. It does nothing for our egos, although occasionally we do read them. We do, absolutely. Occasionally. Um, but just going over there, it helps to get the message of the podcast out in front of more people. Cause I don't know if you've ever heard of the word algorithm, but Apple decides who listens to what. And so if you could do that, that would really, really help us out and make sure you subscribe to the podcast, wherever it is that you're listening, Apple podcasts, Spotify, subscribe. That way you never have to go look for us. We just show up bright and early every Tuesday morning to listen to on your commute, your one hour commute to work. We are there on that journey with you. And uh, if you're not already following us, go do that. Follow us on all the socials. You can find us at Worship Probs on Instagram, Facebook, and Threads. threads. Oh, my gosh. There's so many of them. We're everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, and Threads. You can find us at Worship Leader Probs on TikTok. Uh, Make sure you go join our Facebook community group. We are having a lot of lively conversation over there. There's a couple of questions to get into the group because we don't want someone spamming us. Okay, guys? They're the easiest questions on the planet. So answer those questions. Join us in that group. We're having a lot of fun. And if you do still happen to be on Twitter, we are over there too. You can find us by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Probs. Yeah, and it means the world to us when you share content. It just helps to spread the word about what we're trying to do, what we legitimately feel called to do. It involves some humor, but it still is a calling. So... If you share our content, share the podcast, whatever you do, super grateful for that. Um, our friends at Maven Media Productions, they just have moved the needle for us in such significant ways. Graphics that you see, um, the coaching that she does with us uh, on posting and creation and don't do that or do this or whatever. She's available to do that. The whole team at Maven is for your team, maybe your social media team at your church, or maybe you have a a ministry or a band that records or whatever, 
mavenmediaproductions.com. There's a link in our bio for them. They would love to help you help you out. Uh, thanks to my friend Scott Hoke for our voiceover intro. Guys, we love you. Uh, until next time, deuces. Smell you later. Woo!